All right, welcome back. If you're a subscriber and you are listening, thank you so much for being a subscriber. But if you're not a subscriber, Kim and I are wondering, why not? What's the problem? What's the what's the reason you wouldn't be <laughs> a subscriber to Extra Shot of Leadership? That's right. This is a great podcast. It's a great podcast for leaders. And it's just a great extra shot in the arm when you're looking for something for, hey, what do I do next as a leader? Or what should I be thinking about? What could I be thinking about? And today, we want to talk a little bit about this week's episode. We recorded it, and then... (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't any good. I didn't like it. You didn't like it. I didn't like it. It just wasn't right. That's right. And I just, I could not push it out. I couldn't push it out. I couldn't let other people hear it because it wasn't, it didn't have to be perfect. Quality. Quality. It It wasn't our normal quality. And so we're late this week. Yeah. And we really debated, do we push it out? Do we go late or do we just skip a week? Or do people care? Do people care? Do people really care? Like, where's my Wednesday podcast? (laughs) I don't think people are going to be like, hey, I got to have that podcast on Wednesdays because Friday doesn't work for me. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't think anybody's sitting out there wondering where are Kim and Pepper. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and for like for me, I don't necessarily listen every Wednesday to a specific podcast. Sometimes I catch up on a podcast and I catch up on two or three episodes at one time. So... I wouldn't even notice if if the podcast didn't come out on a specific date. So what was wrong with it? What didn't you like about it? I just felt like it was all over the place. One, I felt like my brain was all over the place. And so sometimes maybe I'm just not ready to record, but we get on here and we do it anyway. So that was one. And then it just felt really basic. Like here's step one, step two, step three. And I was like, but it was just like, duh. (laughs) So... It was too basic, and I was a little bit all over the place. What about you? For me, I know in our preparation, kind of us, you know, sketching it out, so we do a little bit of prep work in advance of our podcasts, uh, but I was recommending three types of pit stops, and after I listened to it, it just felt hokey. It it, it felt uh, contrived. Yeah. And I thought, that is not, it's not right. It feels weird. It just... It wasn't a good thing. And yeah. so we, and we were making it up as we go. And it was just like, sometimes when you don't take, when I don't take enough time to think about it, it's just, I don't know. It's like, that's not my best. I got to think about it a little bit. And so we've taken a break, right? I think what we, we recorded that four days ago now. Yeah. And we're supposed to release tomorrow. <laughs> so it's a Tuesday. <laughs> and that's not happening. And that's not happening. Not yeah. going to happen this week. And I think we're both okay with it. Yeah. Now, what is unusual about today is... We're in the same place. Yeah. And this is this is a lot of fun. You've been telling me, I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to love it. Because we normally do. We see each other over Zoom. Yeah. And I'm cool with it because that's all I've ever known. Yeah. But here we are with the plexiglass between us. Yeah. And so we actually see each other. This is better. This is way better. It's like fun. You're, you're right here. I don't know how to tell my husband we have to move. <laughs> you got to move and then we got to build a studio. A studio. Yeah. It just makes the experience completely different. It is completely different. And it's normal. At the end of the day, when we have time to catch up, this is what it looks like. Yeah. Laid back, relaxed, and just connecting, talking about whatever happened in our day. So one thing I do want to know is, so we flamed out on this episode this last weekend. We both agreed, you know, let's not push it. Did you learn anything from that process? 
I learned something about myself. Did you? Yes. I learned that in the podcasting process for me, I kind of want to know what the topic is. And I like to go and just think about it for at least a good 24 hours, kind of get my mind on what is the real topic? What's that lane? Because I have this very creative brain. And in the moment, my brain can go into all the different areas where that topic can lead to versus staying on topic. And so I just like a little more prep time. And I think you, I think you're a little bit different because you're just, you're so good in the moment. Oh, cut it out. But I do like to, to fly by the seat of my pants. Yeah. And that also is not very good because I'll be like, hey, let's just start talking about X, Y, and Z. And it it doesn't necessarily stay cohesive, right? Uh, and so I think we're learning how do you prep, but how do you keep it a little organic or how do you still keep it somewhat fresh connection while we're here together? Yeah. And so we're trying it a little bit different. And one of the reasons I want to try it different this way is because this is where I feel like you have you have this skill to be able to coach other people in the moment. And you've been doing that for years. And I feel like that is something I need to learn in my leadership is to coach more in the moment and be able to think and talk at the same time. Because you have someone in your office that you need to coach, or I have someone in my office that I need to coach. I can't be like, you know what, can you just come back tomorrow? <laughs> Because I need to go think about this That's now. Fair. Sometimes I do, but there is some coaching in the moment. Yeah. And so I just feel like I need to get better at it. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just try it. I think this is I think this is gonna work a little bit better for us to have just some open conversations, a little bit of brainstorming, and still stay on topic. You'll keep us on topic. You'll be like, no, no, Kim, that's <laughs> that's that's a rabbit trail. So I think that'll be good. And for me in this conversation and Thinking about, you know, our podcast and the fact that we both, oh, we just looked at it and was like, no, this is not good. My takeaway was really, and I know this about myself, but my big takeaway is really around how I do not like conflict. Uh I do not like it. I don't like to kind of push, you know, not just you, but I think in these conversations, I want to keep harmony. Uh (laughs) That sounds so silly. Uh, and I know that I know that about me, and I have to learn how to challenge or how to have a conversation with you while we record that doesn't feel like I'm being dismissive. Yeah, and that's what I'm going to work on. I, I that to me is my number one thing that I need to focus on while we're recording. Is it's okay to have a little bit of a different thought and articulate that in a way that doesn't make it seem that your thought isn't isn't great because it is, right? That's why we're doing this together. And I got to work on that. That's my That was my big takeaway from this last, like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, and what I was, what, what shocked me, I was like, the fact that you see, like, if we disagree or if we're on just kind of different planes or whatever, that that's conflict. Like, I don't see that mm-hmm. as conflict. I see us like, we're going at it like, you're wrong, Pepper. That's conflict. So, uh, yeah, and I think that, you know, there's just, there's some other listeners that I've talked to and and they're like, hey, and don't be afraid to disagree because we actually do disagree a lot. And so I think that, I think that that is going to be where the magic happens Mm -hmm. when there's two different ideas that they may be going down the same trail, but they may be at different levels, right? I may be thinking manager level, you may be thinking a little bit higher or a little bit deeper, right? And want to dig a little deeper, so... 
I said we let it rip. All right, let's go. We're talking about pit stops today. Mm-hmm. That was our last episode, the one that never got pushed. I think there's something still there that we both want to talk about. So where do you want to start with pit stops? Let's just start with what is it? What is a pit stop for? And are we talking about a pit stop for a leader? Are we talking about pit stops for a team? What, is, what are we talking about? I think it's great. I think pit stops for a leader, I think that's important. But I don't really know when leaders can truly take a pit stop. Uh, and I think my question there is, for you specifically, mm-hmm. what does a pit stop look like for you? Is it is it a vacation? Like you're disconnected from work? Or is it is it something while you're still working? Like what is that for you as a leader? For me to be able to feel like I have relaxed and recharged type of pit stop, it is definitely time alone time away, maybe some days off, but I have learned something about myself. I'm always like, yes, we can do this and we can do that and we can do this. And so I get myself into vacations where there's a lot of people or I take people on vacation with me, right? And so Can I go I'm, with you the next time? Where are we going? <laughs> we should, because that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> take our gear. Yeah. And so then I spend my time off, my vacation time, making sure that everybody's okay and that everybody's happy and that type of thing. And I come back just as exhausted as the day I left. Yeah, you're worn out. I am worn out. And so I have got to be more mindful about when I do go on vacation, if it was just my husband and I, that would be great. And so I just need a little more of that. And I need to schedule that and quit putting more on my plate when it's vacation time. And so pit stops are away from work. For me, for me to recharge, mm-hmm. yes. Yep. Yep. What about you? I'm going to say the same. I got to get away. I've got to get away from the phone. I've got to get away from people. Generally, I like people. That's part of my job. I like interacting and having these conversations. It's fun. But for me to feel like I am refreshed Mm -hmm. and recharged, my pit stop is a day off, two days off, take a longer weekend. Uh, I don't know as a leader that I can do any type of a quote unquote pit stop while I'm on the job or at work showing up. Mm-hmm. And so that makes me think, what are we talking about when we say pit stop? What what are you thinking? For for the, the team? team. Let's talk yeah. about the team. Yeah. For the team, it's just being able to let them breathe a little bit. When I think about my team, right, we go hard and we go hard for a long time. And so there, it, there has to come a time where you let them just exhale a little bit before we start absorbing more. And for us, that typically comes at the end of the year because that's when our customers are kind of radio silent. They're not asking for a lot. And so we don't go on vacation together. So it looks a little different, but it's time for us to not, we don't stop the work. We just do a little bit different work. We focus on what did we do? What did we accomplish? What did it look like? What was good? What feedback did we get? How could we improve what we do next year and we start to plan. And so it's a little more think tank time versus development, crank it out, push it out. It is really more of discussion. So you're moving from this execution, Mm -hmm. go, 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 to this more kind of analysis. How did we do? What did we do? Did we do well? Or, you know, whatever it is that we're doing, is it high quality? So it's a it's a um, 
deliberate transition. Yes. Back to analysis and then planning. And so it kind of happens both, you know, analysis, plan, analysis, plan. But that's that's where we do the majority of our planning for what are we going to accomplish the following year. So do you think your team sees that as a, like an exhale? Do they see that as a breather time? How do you help them understand the purpose of that? Or do you? Do you just, do you just shift it and they go along with it? Or is there some sort of conversation around that? There's, I think there's a couple of different conversations. One, it's the vocabulary I use. So typically I, I say, you know, this is a time of the year where we slow things down a little bit and start looking at what we have done. So they hear that part of it. And then I think the other thing was just, there was a conversation I had the other, just last week, we had a meeting and they're kind of giving me, and we're going to do this in December and this and this and this and this. And I'm like, well, why do you need to do that? Who's asking for that? And so we were really looking at the number of things that we were pushing out. It's not that we're going to stop completely what we're doing, but do we need to do in December what we've done all of the rest of the months? Because the customer base really isn't there either. You know, they're going on vacation. Mm -hmm. And so it's really having conversations with them, getting them to think through, this is a different time. And it's different not just for us, but it's different from the rest of the organization because they're not asking for it. And so getting them to think about, oh, it is a little bit different, and we can we can do things differently. What about you? Ooh, what's the question? The team. So what does the pit stop look like for the team? All right. Start with that one. So what does a pit stop look like for my team? So in my organization, I'm going to have several teams working in, in my department, and we're going to... I'm not going to have that conversation, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have the conversation of, hey, look, things are slowing down or, you know, it's vacation time or the holidays. I'm really not going to have that direct of a message. But as the the leader of the organization, I'm going to ask different questions. I'm going to engage in different things. I'm going to ask things like, do you think we need to work on this 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 month, Mm -hmm. right? Very similar. Your comment about, I ask, who's asking for it? That mm-hmm. was one of your questions. One of my questions is going to be, if this didn't get done in the next two weeks, mm-hmm. what is the impact? Uh, and for me, it's really helping them think through what is the commitment and does it need to be done now? Or is there something else that maybe they could be doing differently? I don't make the decision. Uh, you know, for me, mm-hmm. I really want to drive that autonomy mm-hmm. and drive that decision-making down the organization. So... Run and gun, execution mode, kind of like running hard. I'm going to be very focused on status, right? Where are we at? What's the progress? When's the deadline? I'm very focused on moving things. When it's this pit stop time or this time for a refocus, this time that the organization can breathe, my conversations are just different. Mm -hmm. Uh, My questions, again, are different. I'm going to transition from status, where are we at, what are we doing, to why do we need to do that in the next two weeks? Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different. And and whether or not, you know, the people on my team understand the difference, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if they really fundamentally understand the difference in, in my questioning. And I want them to learn. I, I guess that's an interesting question, right? Do they know the difference in my question? I'd probably say they don't. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I don't know that they fundamentally understand, oh, look, she's transitioned from status, 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 deadline, let's go, crank it, go. 
to why are we doing that? I don't. They probably don't see that. I do think that they might see a little bit different tone in my voice from status where we at. And it's very, you know, it's very businesslike, mm-hmm. you know, up until this point. And then it's like, hey, what's happening? Really? Like, where, you know, where are you at with your Christmas deco? And yeah. it's really all about the conversations that I have. They're just a little more relaxed and they're a little more about, not about the work. And then like, oh yeah, okay. Where, if you want to talk about that, where are we at with that? All right, that's cool. Where it's not like they feel like, oh, She's not even like, you know, like needed. I need it. I need it where I normally am. She's in a different mode. I think they can see that. And so what do you think? Why do you think that's important? Why do you do that? I think I just do it so that they feel the exhale. I want them to see me exhale, like my shoulders come down a little bit. My body language is a little bit different. I'm a little more relaxed. I'm hoping it'll help you relax, you know. And I think that it does. When a when a leader's relaxed, it helps everybody else in the room relax just a little bit uh, versus my normal keyed up, let's go people, more, more, more. Mm-hmm. I think that's why. So let's talk about there's that pit stop, right, where you're, there's the... Why did we call it pit stop? It was your brainchild, not mine. <laughs> I think, you know why? I think because we were talking about you and the Le Mans thing, right? Is that what you call it? Yeah. You had mentioned when we were brainstorming this, you said, well, you can't run a machine. Oh, yeah. A hundred miles an hour nonstop. Yes. The machine's got to eventually take a break. And people are not machines. We know that, right? People are people. They're humans. They've got, uh, you know, there's a whole other life uh, to them outside of work. And when you said that, my brain immediately went to this whole thing of a racetrack, a car, the Le Mans is 24-hour endurance race. And I was like, yes, that's just like the Le Mans. You have to take the car off the racetrack. You have to refuel. You have to change the tires. And then sometimes you actually have to do some maintenance and it, you know, blows the race. 24 hours, they're driving 150 to 200 miles an hour in Le Mans, France. It's incredible. Uh, And it's cool (laughs) to see the car at the very beginning of the race and at the very end. Because at the beginning, it's pristine. It's beautiful. It's shiny. It's just, it's it's a beautiful car. I know that sounds weird, but it uh-huh. is. And then at the very end, you know, it's like the bumpers kind of... <laughs> hanging on. Hanging on, yeah. So do they go around a track or are they like they're all over like roads? It is a track, but it, the track is through the city of Le Mans, okay. France. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I, I just wanted to kind of go back to why did we even call it pit stop? yeah. And it was a little weird for me because I was like, well, a, but a pit stop, because I think about some other jobs that I have and I'm like, wait, yeah. a pit stop isn't really the slowdown. The pit stop, it's the slowdown for the driver, mm-hmm. right? Is the way I was seeing it. Like the driver gets to slow down or the car, but then you've got that crew, crew. that's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> nice sound effects. And they are, I mean, they are going, and it is all hands on deck and mm-hmm. you've got to like be on it. And so it's not really a pit stop for the crew because I was like, well, and now we're talking about a pit stop for the team. So it's really about the vehicle. Yes, yes. And thinking about your people as, can you run them hard, nonstop, 100 miles an hour, more, 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 more? You can, but we know what the impact of that, right? You lose talent, they burn out, performance, you know, like I'm out of here. Yeah. And so then the question is, what are the options? What do you do for the pit stop? How do you help your team take a pit stop? How do you help an individual take a pit stop? Because sometimes it's not the whole team. It's you got one person over here that's blowing it out. And you've got, 
you've got to help that person slow down. I I had that fun conversation today yeah. about what can you stop doing? Because the mm. conversation was, I do this and I do that and I do a little this and do a little that. And I'm like, well, we have a whole department over there that does that. <laughs> so le- what can you let go, go of, right? So that you can focus on what you want to focus on for your own growth. That's a great coaching opportunity. I mean, that's that whole piece of you're kind of saving them from themselves, yes. right? You're, you're having that conversation of, it really is okay to let go. You're doing a great job. Yeah, amazing job. But you got to let go. Otherwise, you're going to be, you are burning the candle on both ends and you'll be done. You'll be spent. Mm-hmm. Uh, or so you can do that as a leader directly with your employee or something that I've done in the past is somebody will call me and they'll say, hey, look, I need you to come in and I need you to talk to this employee. They are burning it on both ends and I'm concerned. So leaders can do it themselves or they can call in for some reinforcement, Mm -hmm. for some help to sit down and have that conversation of, hey, look, let's talk a little bit about what your work life looks like. And can you take a break? If you took a break, what would happen? Would the phones keep ringing or would nobody call you back? Mm -hmm. That's an important question for people really to think about when they are considering how hard they're running over and over. Now, here's my other question. You know me, I'm always Mm -hmm. full of questions. What about organizations or leaders who are like, no way, man, can't do it. There is this whole thing of execution to analysis or changing the message from deadline status to kind of why is this an important deadline? It feels too soft. Mm -hmm. It's not anything I would do. My organization won't allow it. How do you know? (laughs) How do you know they won't allow it? Because for me, I think you got to go and just ask, right? Go digging, go ask other other colleagues, hey, have you ever tried this? Or, hey, this is what I'm experiencing with my team. And I just, I feel like I need something. And I got to tell you, the whole, it's just not allowed. I was shocked earlier this year to learn that there was this situation in our organization. And I was like, man. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. (laughs) Because we we don't do that around here. We are more, more, more. And they were open to the conversation. And so I I would just say, go ask, go go find out. I agree. Sometimes it's just a perceived pressure Uh or an assumption around pressure. And how do you clear the fog as a leader And so it's understanding organizationally, what is the culture that I am in? And is it truly more, 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 faster, 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 whatever the impression is? And understanding from your next level leader, hey, is this appropriate? And by is this appropriate, I think the question is not, can we take a break? Obviously, right? Those of you who are listening, that's a silly question. But I think the question is more around if we delayed this major initiative, Mm -hmm. if we tacked on an additional week, month, whatever it might be, would that be a deal breaker? Is that going to uh, cause major disruption in our organization? Sometimes it's a yes, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, I've been in that circumstance where it's like, hey, look, you got a deadline and it's June and we're bringing these people in and they need to go to training. And so that training needs to be ready. But then other times there is that that negotiation, that right. conversation to say, well, well, why do we want to delay it? What's the impact of the delay? Who, who's asking for it? And I think what is most important is when the leader walks in there to the next level manager, they take ownership and they say, 
I'm the one who wants to delay it because I see burnout on my team. They're stretched thin. They need more more time. They need a little bit of a breather, whatever it might be. But that leader needs to sit there and say, this is my idea. I'm the one who believes in this. Because I think that's really when the magic, honestly, the magic happens between that higher level leader and the, the lower level leader. That's where you start to fundamentally understand the philosophy around pit stops or around the exhale. I, I, I kind of like the idea of, of the exhale. I like that word. Yeah. And I think that that it absolutely is the role of the leader going at one, figuring out what's the problem, first of all. Mm-hmm. What could the pit stop look like? What are some options for us? And and sometimes it's just, you know, I've seen in our own, like, we can stretch some people really thin because we're like, and we want to do this, and we don't do that, and we don't do this. And and yeah, we can do it all. And we're, we are the get her done kind of people. And so just going back to the even the customer and saying, look, we want to deliver a quality product for you. And I know that that's what you want. Yeah. And I see us being, we're just stretched a little bit thin right now. And we, if we just had a little more time, we could give you this. However, if you're okay with what we're rolling out, because sometimes our 80% is okay for yeah, the that's customer. Right. That's right? right. And they're like, no, I'd rather roll it on time. We're like, no, what? Another two, three weeks, they're really going to hurt our, our program. Yeah. So. And, I, and I remember that leader. And I know that leader is listening. And I remember you and I having that conversation and trying to negotiate additional time because, again, stretched thin, needed to breathe, and we wanted a quality product. We said, you know, better impact of the training program. And I remember him sitting there saying on the phone, I was like, no, no, whatever you have right now, I know is great. It is great. We got to keep moving. And you and I kind of hung up the phone like, oh, (laughs) like if they only knew, you know? And so absolutely, I completely agree that you've got to do your due diligence around what is the problem and really thinking about what are the options. Yeah. And then really getting aligned with your organization and with your leader. Yeah. Sometimes 80% is okay. Sometimes. <laughs> as hard as I... And it's that 20% that's burning everybody out and that's nobody right. notices. That's right. And it's, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to accept, I think for some of us, the yes. 80%, right? Yes. We're like, no, it must be 100. All right. Pepper. We are running out of time. So I think we got to break it down. You want to do it? Let's break it down. Number one, how do you know your employee is burning out or your team is burning out? Make sure you fundamentally understand the problem. What are the signs you're looking for? Who are the people who typically burn out? These are the people who are perfectionists, hardworking. Mm-hmm. They are people who are running and gunning and they are giving it their best every single time. You might have a whole team of people like that, which I'm like, Good for you. (laughs) Good on you if you do. That'd be freaking awesome. But maybe you just have one person or maybe it's yourself. That's a yes, yes, yes. Not a problem. I got this. No worries. I'm on it. So make sure you fundamentally understand what the problem is, who the issues surround. And then it's really a question of, does your business allow a slowdown or a pit stop? And by business, I don't necessarily mean your organization. Culturally, do you, do they allow a pit stop or a slowdown or an exhale, but I mean your business, your function, what you do. There are going to be leaders who are listening who say, you know what, we are, we got... We can't do that. I mean, I think about accounting, right? It's yeah. like every month they got closed and they can't be like, well, you know. Yeah. But you really have to think about when in your business are the ups and the downs. And, and when you do have that downtime, take advantage of it. And what can you do? Again, I think, Kim, you offered an excellent solution of saying execution to analysis. You're Mm -hmm. switching 
the focus from go, 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 process, process, process to how did we do in that process? Mm -hmm. I think other options, right? Very, very simple, basic things are some team thank yous, right? Or some team lunches, happy hours, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Now, listen, that is not going to fix burnout. Mm -hmm. It it will not, but Mm -hmm. it will give a little bit of recognition to the work that has been done. But you fundamentally have to understand what will recharge these people, either on your team or yourself. Is it a complete you know, disconnect? Does somebody need a day off? Do you need a day off? I think number one thing is don't ignore it. Yeah, don't ignore it. Yeah, go do something. And, that, and that even those quick things, right? When you realize you can't, like we can't just do this full-on slowdown, those little quick fixes are what kind of help it can help keep the team going. Yeah, it, it kind of, you're waiting kind of for the next one. It's the next yeah. fix, so to speak. Yeah, I know it's been, I mean, it's just sometimes that, you know, we were just like blowing and going and someone brings in the tacos and we're like, what? Oh, tacos? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like there's a five-minute breather. Just a five-minute breather. Yeah. yeah, something, anything. Yeah, I, I completely agree. So a couple of quick just takeaways here is really understand, are you identifying the burnout, the person? Then does your business allow for it? And last don't ignore it. Mm-hmm. Take some action. Do something in order to save your team from themselves or you from yourself. Yeah, I think that's good. Look at this. The time flew, flew by. by. I mean, flew by. But you know what? You love this. I loved it. <laughs> I did love it. I loved it because it's our normal conversation. Yes. And I can't tell you what it is about the Zoom. Yeah. But being in the same room, seeing you across the table, it's like we are connected. We're connected. Oh, <laughs> We just needed to be face-to-face. Yeah. yeah. So for our listeners, we're going to go figure it out. That's all. I, this is what we always do. This is how we talk. We are problem, solution, fix it next. That's right. <laughs> and so here is my question to those of you who are listening. We want to know, send us an email, a text, a call, however you want to reach out. Was this conversation any different? Did you hear yeah. any differences? Yeah. What did you think? And don't forget... Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. We want to know what's on your mind. If there's something you want us to talk about, shoot it our way. And then don't forget to subscribe. There's that button, subscribe, subscribe, because that puts us in your feed every week and it lets us know that you like what we're doing. So, and at the end of the day, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I can say one thing. Yeah. Sorry we're late. I don't think it really matters. Yeah. Did it matter? Can y'all just let us know? Did it really matter? Or do you want quality? Do you want quality? (laughs) Do you want a couple of extra days in quality? Or you want, uh, just push it out. We need it on Wednesdays. Yeah, this is us asking you and letting you know we were stretched a little bit. We needed a little bit more time, better quality, better output. Here we are. Yeah. So at the end of the day, go hit that subscribe button, then come back again for an extra shot of leadership. Leadership.